You're listening to the Toast EDU, a podcast developed here at Paradise Valley Community College. I am your host, Sam Fralino, an instructional multimedia developer that will discuss new instructional media strategies, trends, and other topics of digital media for teaching and learning. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to episode 24 of the Toast EDU podcast. I'm Sam Farley, you know, the instructional multimedia developer here at Paris Valley Community College. So today's episode um, is going to touch a little bit on a topic that I get, I get these questions a lot, especially when I'm talking about podcasting or even creating audio clips for instructional learning. So for years, it's been a nagging question among podcasters, YouTubers, digital creators alike. So whether you're doing a podcast or just creating audio clips to be used in your course content, maybe an introduction for your course module, um, content for students to listen to when it comes to talk, talking about a certain topic, the question is, when does it become too long of a podcast or when is the episode considered to be too long? So basically, is a longer episode better and how long should a podcast be? Okay, so remember, there are no rules when it comes to podcasting. So however you want to target the audience, that's up to you. However, you do have to think about the audience that is listening to that podcast. So even if you're creating a podcast, or let's say, for example, you're sending students out to listen to a specific podcast that's based on some instructional content, just be mindful that the length and how long that could affect the listening habits of your students or how long it takes for them to really get out of the podcast what you're wanting them to take away from it. So for starters, a good rule of thumb is basically if you're sending your students to listen to a podcast, right, say on a specific topic, give them the time markers of that podcast, for example, of the spot that you want them to listen to. Don't just send students to a podcast that's 45 minutes and say, hey, students, listen to this. This talks about certain things that we're going to be talking about in class. Or is it better to send them to the exact content for that class that you really want them to learn about. So that's that's when we're dealing with podcasting, when you're sending a podcast to students, not necessarily creating it. However, you know, for example, you can look at the podcast such as something specifically like to NPR, and it's a certain interview. Give them the time location of that podcast, the timestamp, of that specifically to that content. And then that way they go right to it they listen to it and then they take away what you want them to take away specifically rather than listening to this giant 45 minute or even an hour and a half long podcast. So this is really ties it into the content and it's more important to the lesson that you're trying to teach them. So also keep in mind the length of a podcast has no bearing measure of how professional it is or the quality of it. Some of the best podcasts out there today are that I've listened to and that are rated among the best out there are ones that are 10 to 15 minutes long. You just don't have to have um, a, a podcast that's loaded with, you know, 30, 45 minutes of just rambling on about one topic versus just getting to the point in 10 minutes. So if you are at that point where you're thinking about creating a podcast, please keep that in mind. Some of the best podcasts out there are short and they're right to the point. And one example I can think of is TED Talks. TED Talk podcasts are awesome. They're 15 minutes, 10 minutes long. They get right to the point. Okay, so for example, I've listened to professional podcasts by celebrities, um, basically so-called industry experts in a certain area of technology. And they've rambled on for an hour and a half, two hours, which honestly, I could have got out of that podcast what I needed in just a 30-minute episode. But as well now, you know, we, we have to understand they have advertisements in there. They bring guests on there. And they're really trying to make the podcast 
more of a production. And when corporate gets involved with it, yes, it's going to be longer. And that's just part of the podcast game, especially when you're dealing with celebrities or very high profile experts in an industry. But keep in mind, there are a number of episodes that are declared to be called the death zone. The death zone of a podcast is about 10 episodes. And that's true. Most episodes or podcasts die around the 10 episode range. And that's just because Folks who are creating podcasts for hobbies, for education, for their jobs, not necessarily looking to do it for a living. They're creating these podcasts, but they're putting too much into it. They're putting too much into what it takes to write a podcast. They're, they're too long. They're, the episodes are too long. They're getting too, um, maybe, maybe the, the fact that it's, it's becoming so overwhelming. I mean, when you record a hour or an hour and a half podcast, it can take up to two and a half to three hours to edit it. And that's just the thing. So, I mean, look at this. I'm at episode 24 right now, so I'm above the death zone. However, I am creating this podcast at work. It's part of my job, and it's something that I'm not worried about getting sponsors, paying a staff, or or, or going into it as a you know a, a, a public podcast where I'm hoping to make money and a living off of this. However, I can tell you this. By, by working on my episodes each week, I do think about the length of the episodes a little bit differently. I have faculty come up that says, hey, I really like listening to your podcast while I'm on lunch, and I like listening to it in between courses. However, the thing with me is, is when, I create a, when I create a podcast, I do think about that first. My first thing is, okay, 20 minutes. Let's aim for 20 minutes if I'm going to be talking about something. Usually, if it's something like I'm demoing a product or just talking about something casual, it doesn't really matter what it is, I always aim for that. Now, if I have a guest, I can actually, you know, amp that up a little bit, but that's just, you know, it depends on the topic and so forth. So just keep that in mind. You don't want to overwhelm yourself or your, your podcast can kind of die off. As a matter of fact, there is a 50% chance, 50% that your podcast will pod fade. That's what they call it around that 10, that, that 10 episode mark. So with more than a half of a million podcasts turned out yearly, so a half million, 500,000 podcasts are being started yearly, 20% survive. Now, to be fair, this could be like research on podcasts that they're trying to make money. These are podcasters that are trying to um, get sponsors and advertisers, and then that's where this data is coming from. But 500,000 podcasts is a lot. A big part of that is podcasters creating them for hobbies and basically educational purposes and, and for fun as well. Okay, and so talking about the death zone of the podcast, I actually kind of think that's kind of sad. Um Folks have some great ideas out there. There's great content out there in the podcast world. However, I think what goes on with is people try to overdo it. I think stress of keeping up is tough. I think creating new episodes for young podcasters or new podcasters. And from what I see, you know, even from instructors, when they feel that they're going to create a podcast for their students, they get involved in it. Part of the fun is setting it up, creating the logo for the album. That is a really, it's like the honeymoon period of a podcast and it gets to be, um, it's actually a really interesting process on how you, you basically start the podcast, you get it sent to Apple and you do all the things that you have to do. However, the real work comes in when you got to write an episode, you got to outline it and record it and edit it and so forth. So going beyond that, it's just creating what you want to do. But you know what? Everybody, in my opinion, when they're doing a podcast, everybody has something to say that's worth listening to. And that's just something I believe in. And that is why I wanted to do this, you know, this topic basically is trying to get people to think your episodes do not have to be an hour and a half long. They don't have to be a half hour long. I've seen really, really good podcasts that talks about higher ed or video games, things that I'm interested in, drones and things like that, that are only 10 minutes. 
And I, I just absolutely love them. Now, these aren't, these aren't the type of podcasts like you listen to for a crime series where you're listening about, you know, uh, a murder mystery or something like that. But these are quick to the point podcasts. And I think that's what faculty have been kind of asking me about doing these type of podcasts in canvas or doing these little audio clips. So, but let me ask you this question. What do you think is the average length of a podcast? Just overall, what do you think of the, the average length of a podcast is now someone in 2018 analyzed over 10 million podcasts based off data and they did determine the length. So well, I'm not going to give you the answer now, so don't worry about it, but that answer will be coming up at the end of the show. So stick around for that. And I'll give you um, some time to kind of give it some thought, but think about that. There's over 10 million podcasts analyzed. And I want you to think about what do you think the average length of that podcast is? So let's talk about that. Um, and also too, if you're creating a podcast and, and I want to talk a little bit about those benefits coming up, I want to talk a little bit about the pros and the cons of of a shorter podcast versus a longer podcast. So let's start with this. Let's start right now with the short one. So let's talk about the benefits of creating a uh, basically a shorter podcast. Okay, so let's dive right into this. Basically, a good reason for a shorter podcast, in my opinion, when talking about the you know the creation part of it, is it allows the process of the creating of that more often. So basically you're not feeling, you're not feeling bogged down so much to be creating these longer episodes and have more, you know, basically more work on your plate when creating. So I think one of those biggest barriers in podcasting is really is finding the time to write, record, edit, and publish them. So does this mean it, it always work? It's it's always work and no fun. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it is hard work and, you know, creating YouTube videos is hard work, creating instructional content is hard work, but you guys continue to do that and it benefits the student. But you know, when when it when it comes to, when it comes to something that's time consuming, there's always something that's a benefit to it. So yes, I do believe that the benefit to a shorter podcast is keeping on schedule, um, releasing more episodes without having the stress and and, and the workload. And, and so you know, for myself, uh, when writing an episode, I can gauge how long that episode's going to be. I just write out what I think in an outline kind of way that hey, you know, when I start thinking about this and I start researching the topic, such as even this episode or if I have a guest on there or so forth, then I can admit it. It puts a little bit of stress on me because I'm like, I want, you know, I don't want this to be too long. I don't know when I'm going to have the time to record this in between all the stuff I'm doing at the campus and so forth. So I just be uh, mindful for that. And just, you know, comparing that to a shorter, more casual episodes that I've done in the past, I actually do enjoy those a, a lot more. Okay. So for me, my main goal is to engage the listener and not really take up much of their time. So speaking of that, of, of shorter episodes from, from the listener's end is that they can listen to these episodes in one sitting. So that doesn't mean longer podcasts never get finished or people walk away from them. But for example, I listened to half of an episode of one of my favorite uh, podcasts is called, um, it's based on the Harry Potter series. It's called MuggleCast. And these are four or five uh, Harry Potter experts that go really in depth in talking about the Harry Potter movies or the books. And some of these episodes can be an hour and a half to even, I've seen some that were two hours long. But for me, like I listen to half of it on the way to work and then I'll listen to the second half on the way home. And that works for me and how I do things with working and listening uh, to longer episodes. And then also too, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm at my desk. So I have podcasts kind of going on in the background. I don't pay much attention to them in depth, but those are the ones that are usually on the longer side. So speaking of shorter podcasts, one of the best ones out there that I think out there is today is one that's called Radio Headspace. 
and they create four to five minute episodes. They're great for listeners and subscribers to get a quick listen and then get on with their day. So they're, they're almost the type of podcast that you can listen before you kind of start your work day. Maybe when you get to your desk, put on the podcast, have a little bit of coffee, get your day going, go through your emails, and then you have that podcast out of the way. I really think that's a good podcast. It's called Radio Headspace. So check that one out. So let me run down um, a few key benefits, basically, of shorter podcasts based on surveys, um, based on you know questioning listeners and creators in the whole podcast community. So number one, when folks are searching for a podcast on a certain subject or a genre, they will usually pick the shortest one. That's a given. Number two, short podcasts are better with busy schedules. So you can do them on a walk, uh, while cleaning the house short drive to work. Like I said, you know, before work, while you're checking your emails, having a cup of coffee. Number three, we talked about this. I think shorter episodes usually mean more episodes. So the less time that it takes you to produce, record and edit, then you can result in creating more content quickly and obviously with less stress. So that's, that's definitely a benefit there. Number four, the growth of your podcast. So research shows Shorter episodes, in some cases, gather more listeners and more subscribers. They don't know why. I'm guessing just the way that we're being kind of taught how to use digital media, where we want things in short bursts. Uh, I think that's the the popularity of like what we see with Reels and TikTok are these short little video bursts. We love them. We get kind of addicted to them almost. So basically, I think reaching more people with your podcast in that short amount of time is helping with the growth of most podcasts. So I think when we're dealing with um, instruction, these are key basically. So both in creating and sending your students to go out and listen to another podcast, I think it's smart to keep them short for one and then to the point. And I do think this could be a huge benefit to students um, when it comes to flexibility, not feeling like they have to commit and sit down for 70 or 90 minutes to listen to a podcast. But short episodes are are. They're kind of designating what I think a part of the podcast is for that section to listen to. And I really think that's kind of important when you're sending off um, a URL to a, to a podcast for students to listen to. And it's becoming really popular in Canvas for instructors to kind of embed other people's podcasts that are talking about a certain subject. And then I also get into a little bit about instructors wanting to create little audio clips on their own that are kind of podcast-like that are inside Canvas as well. So it's very effective and it's a great way for them to retain that information as well. Okay, so let's talk about the benefits then of creating a longer podcast episode. So when we talk about longer episodes for podcasts, we aren't always just referring to to episodes that are over two hours. Some can even include, you know, episodes on, on a subject matter that hits the 45 minute mark is, is 45 minutes too much for a certain topic? You know, that's, that's debatable, but that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit. And also too, is what are the benefits for re- recording a longer episode versus a short 10 to 20 minute recording? I think, um, you get it at being obviously to talk about more content, maybe interview a guest. Um, it's becoming really popular right now in podcasts to play segments of other podcasts or talk about YouTube things. There's so many different aspects of what you're bringing into your podcast that could actually make the podcast longer. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And then also too is giving giving off the illusion that you're an expert on your topic. So research basically shows that you know um, folks that listen to long podcasts or more serious subjects are thinking they're more valid or more basically informal on the certain topic. I'm not too sure that is the, the case with me. I know when I listen to podcasts, I don't really look at the length and say, oh, 
if this is two hours, it's obviously, you know, more reliable or it's going to be more entertaining. I'm there. I've turned some off in 10 minutes, but I can see this when it comes to listening to like a crime scene series. There's no doubt there. I mean, crime scene, um, those crime series, they're, they're usually mystery murders. It's, uh, it's, it's playing, uh, clips from the 911 calls. It's playing clips from detectives who worked on the case. And those are actually really interesting. And the longer they are, probably the better because you're getting more, you're getting more content. Right. But when you're talking about like something like an interview between two of your favorite celebrities, let's say talking about your favorite show, that right there is going to interest you because you're interested, obviously, in the show. So those two celebrities going back and forth talking about the show is something that's going to kind of keep your interest. Um, one thing that comes to mind when I think about that kind of a podcast, I think of HBO did uh, a podcast series on the Band of Brothers and the Band of Brothers was based off, you know, the Saving Private Ryan series and that whole uh, World War II aspect. But what was so amazing about that podcast was not only did you have a very knowledgeable um, host who is talking about the show, uh, talking about key points about what was going on with the script and the actors at the time, is he actually had some of the actors on the show along with other um uh, folks that they were portraying in, in, uh, in, in real life and talking about their diaries and talking about their experiences. So that podcast, each episode obviously was broken down to like an hour, but that podcast, I could have listened to a two hours of that podcast just because it was so interesting. And I, I, I tell you that is one of the best podcasts out there. If you're interested in the band of brothers. Okay. So three key points basically to discuss here when it comes to lengthy, uh, podcast episodes is number one, more time for small talk, guests back and forth banter, creating um, a better, more casual listening experience, especially if you have uh, a host, a co-host and a guest, you got three people there. Yes. You're going to have three different perspectives on a topic. That episode is going to carry a little longer, but I also think it works for that. If you're just an instructor or like myself, just recording these individual podcasts, most of the time, um, carrying on, you know, hearing myself speak is, is kind of weird for going on for 45 minutes about one thing. But if I had a guest in here and we're going back and forth talking about experiences and stuff that works. So number two, um, it holds an audience, um, on a longer journey. So basically think about, you know, going on a road trip or going on taking a long flight. These are the podcasts that are good for like the true crime, the true crime podcast that I talked about earlier, talking about, um, you know, going somewhere for an hour and a half and just kind of losing yourself into this podcast, listening to the details, um, these hour long or even longer than that podcast are really good for that type of thing because you're interviewing witnesses, you're talking about details of the case and that situation, you know, it works. So number three, I think four is another real benefit. And I definitely, I definitely agree with this is it gives, it gives you the host, it gives you as the host, or if you're, uh, let's say you're an instructor and you're talking about something you know particular to biology or something, it gives you a little bit more time to cover the multiple topics. And for that information in an episode, especially, you know, if you have got guests or you don't, and you want to cover some more content that can really make that episode a little bit more uh, on the richer side of content, but guests, I think um, they take time. And, you know, like I said earlier, they, they make it up with small talks, longer storytelling, stuff like that. And I really do think that is key because it basically makes that podcast not boring, especially if you have multiple people and you're recording stuff that's talking about uh, experiences 
or something like that. So being repetitive basically on an 80 minute episode with, you know, where you're basically disengaging your listeners is not going to work as a podcast and it's not going to work for anything that anybody really wants to listen to. So you really need to make them interested in what you have to say. And I do think a longer episode works if it depending on the content and if you have guests and I think a shorter episode just works in a, in a situation where you're just trying to get to the point and get some information out there. So in this podcast as well, I really didn't want to get into um, the downsides of a short podcast or a longer episodes because when you're dealing when you're dealing with that, it really depends on the the topic basically itself. I don't think there's a right or wrong to that, but you do have to look at the audio quality as well. So you know, how is this recorded? Um, did you use a professional mic? Was it an environment that you know it was, that had that a better better sound treatment in in that in recording environment that made the audio sound better? So that's something to think about as well. You know, was it recorded in a bedroom with a crying kid in the background or was the, was the poor audio so much happening in this podcast that the downside obviously was you are distracting the user. And if this was going on for an hour long in these episodes, that's going to be really distracting to a listener and they are not going to come back to that podcast. And I had this even happen with an instructor on campus who recorded 10 to 15 minute audio clips. They recorded about maybe 10 of them. I mean, that's a lot. And the quality was very poor. You can hear cars in the background. I don't know where they recorded this stuff at, but it's, it's just was, it was just really, really bad audio. And I can guarantee as a student, they're listening to this and they're listening to it on their Apple you know, earbuds and, and these really nice headphones that they have. And they're probably hearing the, the worst part of the audio and not the actual content itself. So whether you're keeping that, that, that podcast shorter or longer, I think the audio quality has a lot to do with that. So, um, for anything instructional, you know, we know shorter bursts of information, um, is better. So in videos as well with audio, the desired, um, student really just wants the content. They don't want to be watching stuff that doesn't apply to them. So in a way, you know, podcasting can be similar depending on that topic and the host as well. So for example, um, really popular uh, podcasts like the ones with Joe Rogan, I think it's called the Joe Rogan experience. And you have one called, um, I listen to frequently called the armchair expert with Dax Shepard. Um, they have shows that they, they produce longer episodes, but they also have two things. They have resources. They have people producing the show, editing show. These are a whole professional team behind this and engaging part of it with a host and the multiple guests that really can make a difference. Oh, and another popular one that I, that I always listen to. It's one of my go-to ones to listen to when I'm traveling. I'll put some on my, um, on my phone, um, on like a long flight is the office ladies. These are, uh, two actresses that were on the hit TV show, the office, and they have a podcast where they, they tell stories about the show. They go behind the scenes. They'll take uh, audience calls and emails as well with people's questions and it's really this kind of stuff that just kind of really engages a listener. It almost feels um, if you're there with them. And some of those episodes are actually 90 minutes long. However, if you're a huge fan of The Office, these are perfect because you're listening to your favorite actors talk about the show or a certain episode. It really engages you. So just keep that in mind. You know, your audience, one thing you have to ask is, do they have the time to listen to your episode or your sound clips, whatever you're doing, even if it's for something on the instructional level of as well. So would it be better in a, in a short soundbite? Would it be better just doing a, a two minute teaser and then talk about it in person in class? Or is it better to just record something for 10 minutes and give them, you know, what they need right there? And then the student can listen to that. So that's another thing to consider is how often 
you want to be recording or pumping out these episodes. If you're interested in doing like a weekly podcast or a bike a bi-weekly podcast, this also puts a lot of pressure on you as the host, especially if you're trying to write this content, schedule interviews with guests to record it, edit and all that. It all goes in hand in hand. And yeah, it's a lot of work. Okay, so we hit that that part of the show. We're going to just review a little bit and, and, and wrap this up. So again, I wanted to keep this one short as well. So we covered uh, the benefits of um, you know deciding the length of a podcast episode, whether a short one is for you or a longer episode, but you just whatever it is, you just have to get out there and actually create the podcast and really get a feeling for basically what you want to deliver to that targeted audience. And, and also hopefully, you know, this episode will give you, if you don't have a podcast, I hope this episode will give you the confidence and inspiration to create one. If you want to come in to the CT Lee and talk about podcasting, or you want to do a, a sample recording with your voice or sit down with me and kind of do a mock one to get the feel for it or what goes into kind of recording one and kind of shake the nerves off, if you will. I'd be happy to sit with anybody that wants to come in and do that with me. And it doesn't have to be an hour plus long episode. Obviously you start small, you start with five minute little updates, maybe little sound bites about your course, maybe do a little introduction between each module in your course. You can really start off small when creating these little audio clips. And again, when I say podcasting, podcasting is a subscription to an audio file that you create, right? So you create it, you publish it, your listeners or subscribers get an alert, there's a new episode. That doesn't mean that you cannot create five-minute, 10-minute little episodes and put them in your Canvas course as an audio file and have students listen to those on a weekly basis, very uh, similar to a podcast, but you don't have to go through the whole process of starting a podcast or creating one and going through Apple and all that. And I would be very happy to sit with you and, and show you how to do that in Canvas. It's very easy to do, but it's something that you can do and start off with some simple recordings and just upload, get them up there, record them, get them directly into Canvas and start with a, you know, a simple microphone Then work your way up to maybe doing an, ap- an actual podcast episode or do a test one with me. And that's what it is. And that's the difference between, you know, subscribing to one, having the students to listen to that podcast anywhere they're at on their, on their device. But then also you can make that decision on whether that's something you want to do on a podcast level, or if that's something that you want to do in, um, in canvas itself. Yeah. So to wrap this up, ultimately, um, a podcast success isn't really determined by its length. It really isn't. It's the, it's really, um, it's the quality, it's the quality of the audio recording. It's the quality of what's being, you know, talked about and discussed. So think about that. And then, you know, based off your topic and your audience, you know, your podcast can range from the 10 minutes to an hour. We talked about that earlier, but whether you're opting out for something shorter or longer, each has its own benefits. So there's not a wrong way of doing this, but in overall, in my opinion, honestly, I believe in just keeping content uh, on more of the shorter side and every aspect of digital media, whether it comes to, you know, online videos, anything that deals with audio uh, a delivery to students or a delivery to an audience that their time is being, you know, they're sitting down, they're watching a video, they're sitting down listening to something. I just think it's much more effective to have that in a more of a shorter burst and give that to them in that way. And so for a real, you know, like a real world example, if I was up to put up a 20 minute video in my canvas course and having some students or faculty watch that video, I would rather put up there four videos at five minutes each and then have each video kind of like on a, on a certain topic, kind of break it up, uh, if you will. But you know, this podcast itself, this podcast was short as well. So I really didn't need to, 
uh, to stress out or find a way to kind of stretch this out. I wanted this to, um, I wanted this to give you some insight on, on podcasting and how easy it is, how not to stress about it. But hopefully the goal of this was just really to inspire you maybe to create one or just actually get in there and start playing with creating some audio clips and then sharing those with your students in your Canvas course. So uh, we have that. I, in the beginning, I asked you a question in this podcast that what do you think the average length of a, a median sized podcast out of 10 million analyzed? So 10 million completely analyzed, going through, figuring out how many um, minutes on an average these were in length. What do you think they were? The answer was 38 minutes and 42 seconds is the average time averaged out over over 10 million podcasts out there. So basically, in other words, half of all the published podcast episodes out there are around the 38-minute mark or shorter. So that's something to think about. Also, too, over, you know, you got to think about these over the flat, the last few years, really less is more. So we're, you know, I'm doing air quotes, by the way, but this is, you know, this is something we think about when we talk about Twitter, 160 characters long, things like uh, Snapchat, 60 second videos, TikTok, that overall, I just think depends on the topic as well and that audience. So keep that in mind. And again, if anyone has any questions or interest in creating their own instructional personal podcast or talking about doing audio clips for Canvas, I would love to help you out, get you started in the right direction. I think I can add some value. Um, to what you need to do and what you want to do and make it easier for you to do it so you don't kind of run into some issues there and, and probably save you a lot of time and money too, especially when it comes to equipment, software, editing, and stuff like that. So as always, you know, thanks again for listening to this podcast. The Toasty to You is just my way of sparking up these conversations with faculty and staff. And hopefully, you know, this pushes you to create more creative content, whether it's podcasting, digital media, anything that just leads to more interactive media and a more engagement for students all around. The Toast EDU is a production out of Paradise Valley Community College in Phoenix, Arizona. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the Toast EDU, please share this podcast with others. Also give us a follow as well as rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcast. If you have a question or comment or you're just looking to collaborate or share an idea, feel free to contact me at my email, which is at sam.frolino at paradisevalley.edu. Also, make sure to visit our website as well. You can find that link in our show's description. There you will find more episodes and information regarding the Toast EDU podcast.